Hello, my name is Colin Reed with Project Spurs, and this is the post-trade deadline edition of the audio piece that kind of goes with the part one that I recorded a couple weeks ago. So now that the trade deadline is over, we have two pieces of news for the Spurs. Uh, the first piece of news is they traded uh, the draft rights of Caddy Lalane to the Golden State Warriors for Marquise Chris and cash considerations. Chris can become an unrestricted free agent after the season, and actually not just can, he will become an unrestricted free agent after this season. And he is currently rehabbing a knee injury that could take him out for the rest of the season, but as of right now, it's unknown how long he will be out. He could come back at the end of the season. This could be a trade where the Spurs can get a young player that they're interested in, into their system and see kind of if they like um, how he is around the team and such and kind of if, if he is a personality fit with the group. However, one thing to keep in mind with that is that because of COVID restrictions, he might not be around the team as much during his rehab as he would have been during a normal season. But I'm sure that the Spurs will be interested in kind of trying to get him into rehab, trying to get him onto on-court practice with the team as soon as he's able to do that, and maybe see if they want to sign him to a deal after the season. The second piece of news is that the Spurs were unable to find a trade for LaMarcus Aldridge and will be proceeding with a buyout, and the team favored to get him are the Miami Heat. So it's not surprising the Spurs were unable to trade him considering his salary, uh, which is in the ballpark of $24 million. It would have been hard for any team to match that salary and not to send the Spurs back uh, a bad uh, contract in return, which if that contract did not end this season, the Spurs would not be interested in doing that. So it is kind of the situation where um, it would have been hard for the Spurs to just get, for instance, like just a second round pick and just trade Aldridge to that team. If, if Aldridge was making quite a bit less, that might have been something that was a possibility. Unfortunately, because of his contract, the Spurs would have had to take back quite a bit of money. Um, and because they were not able to find a team willing to do that, they held on to him and are going to buy him out. This is the last season of Aldridge's um, contract, so buying him out will not have an effect on future seasons. So really, he wasn't going to play with the team anymore anyway. Um, and the best that they probably could have gotten for him, in my estimation, was like a second round pick anyway, which would have been some sort of value. But I think that buying him out probably isn't the end of the world for the Spurs, who were not going to get a ton of value in the first place in a trade because of his contract. So what does this mean for the Spurs now? What do these two things, these two pieces of news, and not trading other players mean for the Spurs? Well, Trey Lyles might also be on the buyout market. He was rumored to be in a trade. Um, in fact, it was reported by Sham Shrania that he was in a trade, a three-way trade between Dallas uh, Mavericks and the New Orleans Pelicans that would have sent J.J. Redick to the Dallas Mavericks. Apparently, that part of the trade fell through, and so considering the fact that he was reported to be in a trade and will not be, um, it will be interesting to see if he remains with the team after this, um, and if so, what his role will be. Beyond that, the other veterans on the team who could have been in trade talks, Rudy Gay, DeMar DeRozan, Patty Mills, 
these players are still on the team. And I know that for some Spurs fans that that is frustrating because they were hoping that the Spurs could get some sort of value out of these players before they became free agents. The difficulty is the Spurs aren't going to make a bad trade. They're not going to trade Patty or Rudy Gay or DeMar DeRozan if what they're going to get in return is uh, like bad contracts or players they don't want or you know even if they could get a draft pick back in the second round or the late first they're not going to trade a player for draft picks that they don't think um, is good enough just to make a trade and I think that's the right way to go about it honestly I don't think that the Spurs should make a trade just to make a trade I think they should make good trades and it it's you know this this might not sound correct but it's probably better for DeMar DeRozan or for Rudy Gay or for Patty Mills to walk than for them to get back a contract they don't want or to get draft capital they don't want even if those players leave after this season because at least they can contribute on the court now when a late first draft pick which the Spurs have been successful with in the past or a second round pick you know, might not even provide a player who can play for the Spurs. And so it is true that Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, and DeMar DeRozan will all be free agents after the season, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But that actually clears up the Spurs' cap space quite a bit, and I think that's part of the reason why they weren't really interested in making a trade. They didn't want to take on a lot of salary back, And part of the reason for that is because it seems like they're very interested in this restricted free agent class of big men. And they wanted to be able to have as much cap space as they could to sign these players to offer sheets. I know that through various reporting, and I'm I'm not sure exactly where I saw this reporting over time, but I know that they've been linked to John Collins. Uh, I know that they've been linked to Jarrett Allen and some of these other players that will be restricted free agents after this season. So it seems like the Spurs have their eyes on some young players and they're interested in maybe being able to make big offers uh, to these restricted free agents. The problem with restricted free agency is once you make an offer to a restricted free agent, the team that originally had the player will have up to three days to match and the Spurs cap space that they use to sign that offer sheet is tied up in the meantime. So the Spurs are going to want as much cap space going into this offseason as they can get, which means they would not want to take on a long-term contract for a player that they aren't interested in keeping. So not making a trade for one of those three players isn't the end of the world, especially because it does seem like they have a plan with this cap space, and that plan is to get younger. They are looking at young players that fit with their core. And after this season, there will probably be a big shift to the Spurs becoming a younger team. You know, Patty Mills might be back. Rudy Gay might be back. DeMar DeRozan might be back. But it would be very shocking if all three of those players were back next season. So the Spurs are probably going to make that shift to being younger. The path to get there over this trade line, trade deadline probably just wasn't there because the Spurs are walking this philosophy of trying to compete now while also developing young talent and trying to trade for younger players would have made them worse now or trying to trade for better players would have maybe hurt the development of that young talent if they brought in um, older veterans who needed uh, the ball in their hands more than the young guys would be able to not have the ball as much and develop as much. So it, it really is a very kind of interesting spot that the Spurs are in. 
and they're trying to do these two philosophies of staying competitive now while also developing their young talent they should be able to continue to move in the direction of developing the young talent which is becoming more talented um, next season as one of those three veterans at least maybe two and maybe all three will probably not be on the roster anymore so that is my analysis of what happened on the trade deadline for the spurs not too much has changed since um, the weeks before the trade deadline when LaMarcus Aldridge kind of stepped away. But other than that, things kind of stay the way they are, which could be good enough for the Spurs to get a playoff spot this season and then kind of pivot into being a younger team going forward. So this has been Colin Reed discussing the post-trade deadline Spurs. You can follow me at Colin Reed PS on Twitter. Thanks and have a great day.